0: What's good, Portland? This is your host, Ro Zapanta, and my co-host, the notorious, the glorious, Tim Johnson. Present. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, the city of bridges, Stumptown PDX, we are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Again, it's a beautiful day out, and
1: uh... Not to steal your thunder, but it's a beautiful day to be a Blazer fan.
0: It is a beautiful day to be a Blazer fan because the Blazers just beat the Lakers one hundred to ninety three. Can we believe this? Oh, I can believe it.
1: Can we believe I mean, this? I mean, I I said the last uh, the last episode. I think it's going to be Blazers in seven.
0: Blazers in seven, and it's kind of looking like it. I mean, LeBron did everything that he could. He had a triple double. Mm-hmm. 23 16 and 17. ad had a double double 28 and 11. Mm-hmm. those are outrageous stats
1: you know what's you know what's funny about LeBron's triple double though
0: yes uh
1: as I'm watching the game I didn't actually realize he had a triple double until the game was over and I was looking up the
0: box score you know I feel like LeBron James does that all the time he's just very very unassuming when he gets these triple doubles. Um, mm-hmm. until yeah until you look at the box score right what's crazy is that with that stat line if i told you that he he would have had a triple double that was 20 plus 15 plus 15 plus you would think that would have ended up in a win
1: i mean you would think just like you would think donovan mitchell scoring 57 would end up in a win right
0: that's that's very true Villard <laughs> was no joke either 34 5 and 5 nurkic with a double double
1: I mean, no, I mean, I think at this point we can probably expect Damian to score 30 points every every night.
0: And, you know, we had this conversation kind of off wax um, to the listeners. We actually had recorded a podcast that we're not going to release, um, which was our, our episode two. We just couldn't get it out in time. But we had discussed what is it going to take for the Portland Trailblazers to win these games against the Lakers? And my friend, the notorious, the glorious... Tim Johnson had mentioned that Lillard needed 30 points a game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he does. I mean, who who else do we have to score, uh, you know, basically anywhere on the court besides right. Dane and CJ? And, you know, CJ's nursing that uh, spinal injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it didn't seem like it was affecting him that much, but uh, no, you, know, you can't. I don't think you can count. At least in this series, you can't count on Nurk coming out there and scoring 20 points, 30 points. I just don't think it's going to happen, not with AD. And uh, to that point, I think Nurk started off real strong last night. Uh,
0: Yeah, 16 points, 15 rebounds. I mean, even the game before, he had a 20-20 double-double, and he just continued to let it roll into this game. And he's playing inspired basketball right now. His mm-hmm. grandma unfortunately died from COVID complication, complications, and it looks like he's playing with a heavy heart, but with passion.
1: Oh, he and definitely has passion. I I, I will say that the entire team right now is playing with passion and conviction. They're just they're they're out there to do whatever it takes to get the W. And uh, I mean that was that was evident um, last night. I think the game started off hell strong right I yeah, love the yeah. energy they came out with uh you know they were they were taking it to the Lakers and uh they really were from the de- from the jump yeah I mean defensively they were they were switching they were I mean they were they were in their face right um I think you know fast forward a quarter and I think uh it got a little sloppy you know we started playing uh hero ball not really looking for the open shot um I think I think CJ kind of gets into that mode sometimes I think um, he's
0: guilty of that. He's guilty oh, of that we, for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, but but the, the funny thing is, it's like Damon and CJ. That's where they thrive, right? Taking difficult shots and put, you know, putting it in, in your eye, right? But I think the Blazers could have probably uh, benefited from looking for the open shot uh, a little more. Um, you know, and, and and another thing is the Lakers were terrible. Yes. They were, they were shooting yes. terrible.
0: Yes, and I, I, I want to get deep into that, actually. Um, okay. But let me talk about just... Let's finish up on Portland real quick. Sure, yeah. Um, so CJ's impact, I think, with just being a ball handler, being a shot creator, putting a lot of stress mm-hmm. on uh, those guards to really step up and guard him. And even though he only had 20-plus points, mm-hmm. I think they were a big 20-plus points because... Just the amount of energy of staying with CJ, you could see it breaking the will of the Lakers. Mm. Um, Also, Carmelo's impact again, like that guy has just been so solid. He's been so solid. Um, Looking at his stats here, I know he only had 11 points, but I could think of three big ones, three big points in the fourth quarter late. Damian Mm. Lillard. Getting double team, trapped every play, mm-hmm. he had he had to take deep shots. He had to take deep shots because that's the only way he could find a window to shoot. Right. And um, during one of the key plays, he gets doubled quickly. They're all up in his grill. He passes mm-hmm. the ball to Carmelo, and Mar- Carmelo just drains it.
1: Drains it, right? Yeah. Um, you know that's that's nothing new for him, right? I mean, we've seen that this whole time in the bubble. Right. Late in the game. He puts it in when he needs to put it in, yeah. Uh, And and I think I think it's good uh, for Portland, you know, game after game because it keeps the momentum in our favor.
0: And let's not forget that Carmelo did this the last game too against the Grizzlies. He -hmm. only scored nine points, but he had another important three points in the last like two minutes of the game. And the same happens again today, or sorry, not today, Mm -hmm. yesterday against the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And then, man. Hassan Whiteside. Okay, I will say. Making me eat my words and (laughs) making me, like, I had some Hassan Whiteside slander in the past. You
1: you know what, though? He didn't start off that strong. He he really didn't. Yeah, yeah. I I will say his biggest impact was in the final few minutes of the fourth quarter. I would say that he had two major blocks that pretty much sealed the deal for Portland, I mean it, yeah. it was it was like he just took the wind right out of the Lakers sails.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll agree. Just the interior presence I think of Whiteside and the threat of him blocking everything that comes in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um which is which is honestly the Lakers the Lakers strength, right? Is mm-hmm. the inside. Oh I would so, think so, yeah. So him just forcing these shots on the outside is a big deal, even if he doesn't get the blocks. Mm-hmm. And I think I had underestimated just how bouncy that guy is. Yeah, like yeah. he will jump up at a ball, and you know it's a pump fake, and then he'll that second jump is so quick, is so long, he still gets mm-hmm. the block. Right. It's just beautiful basketball to see. Beautiful defense.
1: Right, and and you know we're so lucky to have you know three playable bigs for this series. I mean, right, when and when Gabriel. I have to say, you know, he he played well earlier this year. Man, I was so impressed with him coming out in that first quarter. He was high energy. He was making the right plays. I think, you know, he's young. He's going to make mistakes, which unfortunately put him into foul trouble. But we are so lucky that we have someone like Whiteside to come in and and fill in the gap.
0: You are absolutely right. Absolutely right with man just just the energy that he was bringing um from the get-go and finding the lanes for easy buckets i was very impressed with gabriel very Mm -hmm. impressed um do you think that that's kind of sustainable from him the the impact that we saw from him early on
1: you know i i mean i guess we'll see right um we haven't had a a a large enough sample size uh to know i think it's going to be Really interesting to see how he ends up battling with with AD because it's we had he has to. Um, who knows if Zach's gonna be back? I don't know how bad his ankle injury is. They said um, he's already out for game two. See, so he's out for game two. You got to roll with Gabriel. Um, I think he gets under the skin of AD a bit.
0: It seems like it. It seems like um, just his his energy was hard for AD to match, or he didn't expect. Um, to be putting out as much energy against a no-namer like mm-hmm. like Gabriel. Right. Um, but well, this and is you know, in, you know this... what helps? Yeah.
1: You know what helps is, uh, you know, AD thrives on putting putting the ball into the hoop, right? He thrives on getting buckets. Um, where I think Gabriel makes the biggest difference is Gabriel will also get buckets, but he's also going to sprint back to the other side of the court. And AD, I don't really see that from AD. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you make him run, so much i think i think it kind of throws him out of his game a bit and you know having someone like gabriel to come in with all that energy is going to make a big difference as long as he can stay out of foul trouble
0: yeah and that kind of brings us to the next to the next topic talking about ad and stuff is just talking about the lakers and mm-hmm. and i wrote in in kind of bold letters here like has the meltdown started you know, and I don't. I don't think it
1: has. Okay. It, I mean, it's game one. Okay. Okay. It's it's a new situation for both teams. You know, both teams are dealing with injuries. It was still a close game. I mean, yeah. this this yeah. game could have gone either way. Um, I
0: I honestly don't think that the Blazers played their best game either, though. This no. is the part that has to be concerning for the Lakers. I mean, you 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 shoot the ball that poorly. Um, yeah, would
1: they end up like 15% from beyond the arc, that was, it was awful. It was
0: definitely less than 20%. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say that it might have been 16%. But either way, if you're not shooting above 33%, you're not going to win. You're not going to win if you're not shooting at least 33% from the three-point arc.
1: I mean, not against the Blazers. I think the Blazers have decent interior defense. I think that's actually one of their strengths. Yeah. It's the perimeter that kills us every time.
0: And... Let me. I'm going to just go over some things Like K, KCP mm-hmm. Who? He's his a starter <laughs> De- Contavious Caldwell Pope This guy <laughs> Zero for nine mm-hmm. On field goals mm-hmm. Zero for nine
1: I don't, think, I don't think Danny Green even hit a, a single three in the first quarter Maybe even in the first
0: half Danny Green was only 25% from three mm-hmm. And that's the reason why they got this guy <laughs> it was just an added bonus that he could hit a three-pointer. I mean, sorry, that he could play defense. Mm-hmm. But they they needed him for his shooting. They know they knew E A D couldn't stretch the floor. They knew that mm. LeBron James can't stretch the floor, and a lot of these other guys. And they bring in Danny Green. They're like, the defense is a plus, but we need him for his shooting. And this guy shoots 25 percent.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's game one, though. You know, it, but on the same hand, he's been I mean,
0: having bubble woes.
1: Yeah. I mean, going back to what I said about AD having to run up and down the court and, you know, throwing him out of his game. I think that might happen with Danny Green, too. I mean, he's got to cover Dame. Yeah. I mean, Dame's going to make him work for it.
0: AD, 0 from 5 from 3. LeBron, one, 1 of 5 from 3. Damian Lillard had more three-pointers than all of the Lakers combined.
1: More More made.
0: More made. Well, eat more made, better percentage. All of. I mean, it. Are,
1: are we surprised though? The guy's been so hot in the bubble. I mean, he's. It seems like.
0: MVP man, MVP of the like bubble. It seems like
1: he's still rolling. I mean, you can't count. You can't count out the Blazers because of just for the sole fact of how good Dame is playing.
0: Yeah, agreed. And do you know what's even sweeter? What's Carmelo that? Anthony was begging to get on the Lakers. They didn't want him. <laughs> they didn't want Melo and he hits a sweet three
1: that's why it's going to be so much sweeter when the blazers take the series right that's <laughs> what i'm saying
0: and, and plus, then old...
1: who doesn't love the rivalry be- between portland and, and l.a you know it's is yeah. like it's like a dream come true putting them away so but i don't want to get ahead of myself because it is only the first game right right we'll see what happens right but i have i do have confidence in this team
0: I have I have confidence in this team too. And my confidence on like in this team is riding really, really high because there are some stats here that are very, very, very concerning for for the Los Angeles Lakers. So you want to talk mm-hmm. about defensive issues, you want to talk about mismatches. Um, one thing that's going to really expose that is is a player's plus, plus, plus minus. Mm-hmm. And'm I'm, I'm not a big like anal- like analytics guy complex analytics guy but when you have lebron james with a negative three anthony davis with a negative 20 javel I mean, mcgee yeah. with a negative nine danny green with a negative 20 Cantavius caldwell pope kcp with a negative 18 those are your five starters right you're starting five is negative yeah that's sustain. that's sustainable that's a problem and that's a big problem. And I, you have to start thinking that the lack of shooting for this lineup, like what are you going to do about that?
1: So I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Anthony Davis isn't going to have a negative 20 plus minus tomorrow. Okay. I think Anthony Davis is going to come out with a vengeance because he kind of got played this last game, man.
0: Can I can I interject a little bit yeah, sure about ad yeah we've seen ad on the pelicans mm-hmm. he wasn't that good there <laughs> I mean was he still was good. he was not a playoff performer is this a worry I suppose it could be um, right I, I I just I don't I don't know if I'm being one of those talking head dudes that want to just maybe should we start calling bring up someone's past but <laughs> ad man Never been a clutch performer in the playoffs. Well, that's gotta hurt. AD
1: is not going to consistently play as poorly as he did. That's all I'm saying.
0: And I think you you can't count on
1: him to have a a minus twenty every game.
0: No, not every game. That's not gonna gonna happen. No, yeah, it's not gonna happen. You're right. And and I
1: think he's gonna want some payback for the last game.
0: And, And LeBron probably won't let him hmm Play that poorly. I mean, even though that AD, I don't think... I would probably rate him, like, maybe a C- or a C for that game. Yeah. Um. But I feel like LeBron James could probably get him up to, like, a B or a B plus.
1: I mean, LeBron lifts his team, right? Yeah. I mean, he makes yeah. everyone around him better. That's why he's got a triple-double. That's why he has more assists uh, than anyone else on the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talking about LeBron James, I had heard going into that uh, game one that he might have been nursing a groin injury.
0: I did that hurt. I hear. I am sorry. I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know, it makes me it makes me wonder if he was maybe holding back a little in fear of reaggravating the injury. I mean, is that something that we can expect to see all series? Is that something that's going to affect his his play and Furthermore, I mean, what are the chances of him injuring it further and then he's out? I mean, if he's yeah. if he goes down, that's uh-huh. the series.
0: That's true. Um, we have seen him play through an injury before. Uh, I could think of uh, a Cavs-Warriors final that he went <laughs> through. And the very last game after he lost the whole thing, he came out with a hard cast on his arm. <laughs> sure. Do you think we'll see that with a big leg cast? after this series after they get spanked by the blazers he's gonna come out in a wheelchair (laughs) he's gonna be like he's gonna be like freaking uh what's his name paul pierce paul pierce he's carried off the court (laughs) except he won't
1: come back this time
0: it's true that's true
1: Um, i was actually uh paralyzed partially paralyzed all game (laughs) all series
0: (laughs) they're gonna start comparing like like injuries like oh well CJ had a spine issue but I my, my legs my legs weren't working at all <laughs> I broke my back <laughs> What do you what do you think about the Lakers lineup in general Do you think there's some lineup issues there For me I I feel like there are I mean the um, guards can't can't match up
1: the guards can't match right. up at all and I think Portland's bigs can give LA's bigs a fight
0: this is where I think that Greg Vogel needs to be creative because what I, what I don't understand, I mean, I don't want to give tips to the Lakers and I know that Greg Vogel probably listens to our podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he texted me the other day. He's all like, I mean, we're Rosa Panta, like, what can I do to help my team? Because we're going to get spanked by the Blazers again tomorrow. And you um, told them
1: there's nothing you can do, right? Because Dame's unstoppable? Exactly.
0: I was like, Here, "Here's some lineup tips maybe, but you should probably just rest everyone for next season. <laughs> Good advice. So as far as like the the lineups that I think are kind of po- problematic is just the lack of shooting. So you have on your bench Quinn Cook and Jr. Smith. Mm-hmm. Zero minutes. DNPs. Why aren't they playing?
1: I can't remember the last time I saw J.R. Smith play.
0: Okay, that's valid. Um,
1: Quinn Cook, I mean, the last time I actually paid attention to him playing was when he was playing for the Warriors.
0: And he was in the playoff. Yeah,
1: I mean, he was he was decent. You know, he's, he's a he decent backup.
0: A... To Warriors fans out there, there's something, there's a highlight reel out there called the Quinn Cook game mm-hmm. when Steph Curry was out. This guy is a playoff performer. He's done it before. Why not have him out there and shoot? I mean, sh- Give him some minutes. The, give him
1: something. The Quinn Cook game? I wouldn't say he's a playoff performer if he's got one good game
0: in the playoffs. Well, I mean, you know okay, what I'm saying? He's got, he's got <laughs> one good game, but who are you going to toss out there? Freaking balding Alex yep, Caruso I mean, did. to go run around? Well, yeah, but he didn't do anything. That wasn't the Alex Caruso game. So Quinn Cook has more <laughs> of a uh, more of a resume than that guy you does. Know, maybe,
1: maybe we see that tomorrow. Maybe maybe that's what they do. I don't know. But I mean I I can't remember if I said it either the last pod or, or the one that we we're not gonna release, but I'm not worried about Caruso. I'm not worried about right. Danny Green. You know, Danny Green plays decent defense, but I'm not worried about I'm not I'm not worried about right. uh, Dion waiters. they I, I don't worry about their guards. They're not they're, their guards are not gonna hurt us unless they figure out some way to shoot Forty percent beyond the arc,
0: and I think that's where they need to dig into their lineups a little bit. Because if you have Quinn Cook, who who could shoot, mm-hmm. and so can Jr. Smith, mm-hmm. why not toss them out there and give them a chance? Because you need you need shooters around your well, superstars. because I think that's more and, of a
1: desperation play. You know, I think I think is I think though, to Greg Vogel's point, you stick with the guys that got you this far.
0: Is it though? Quinn Cook is. His ha- he has playoff experience, and so does Jr. Smith. You got to stop riding on Caruso Klunkers. has zero. Caruso has zero playoff experience. Yeah, but and he showed it. But he can't show. But shoot.
1: who? But who were they? they riding the whole season. You know what I mean? I I didn't watch much Laker basketball, but it seems like KCP with zero of nine. All I'm saying is it's one game, and I think Vogel's probably thinking the same thing. The game was close. They they almost won that game. I don't think you make any yeah. lineup
0: changes. Yeah. Well, as as someone who who watched Quinn Cook perform well and J.R. Smith perform well, um, I would love to see them ride the pine. <laughs> right on. I would love to see them ride the pine the rest of this series, I and I you. would love to see Alex Caruso and KCP shoot because I'm going to welcome it <laughs> every time. Right? As, um, as 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 Jalen Rose has said before, they're open for a reason. Right. Well, and you, and they're you, open for a And reason. you saw that too. I
1: mean, right out of the gates, the Blazers didn't seem to worry about Danny Green shooting from that corner. They didn't care. Yeah. Did they, I swear, the Lakers ran the same play three times. The Blazers? They did. The Blazers were slow to rotate because they weren't worried.
0: No, I I'm I honestly think it's part of the game plan. Probably. I think it's give everything, let let other people beat us. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the game plan. Yep. And it worked. Yep. And we didn't even play our best basketball, right? I mean,
1: the thing is, again, the Blazers had a hard time getting those rebounds and letting LA get the oh, get the offensive no. boards, right? I think that's going to be a big issue.
0: That's probably going to be a big issue. I think that's going to help with the plus minuses mm-hmm. for sure. It's just having the multiple chances of mm-hmm. of getting points, and the Lakers will punish us eventually because the the rebound disparity is staggering. Yeah. So last game, uh, Lakers with 17 offensive rebounds versus our five rebounds. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, I would need to go
1: back and watch the game again just to see who, who we had on the floor at the time. But, I mean, Nurk, Nurk had a hard time, man. I, I think he he might yeah. have a hard time against longer bigs. I mean, he had a hard time against the Nets, too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, maybe we see a white side combo I mean, we saw that at the end of the game, right?
0: Yeah, I think I think we might. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think until they could really stop stop what we're doing, I don't think we change our lineups at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. I no. Think, keep keep I playing think, your I game. I sh- Yeah, I think Stotch should feel very comfortable with his rotation right now because it is proving to be deadly. Right. Hmm. Um. And we just keep winning these games. Yeah. These close games too, and you have to think that the close games that we were in before this series with the Lakers has kind of sharpened us to win last night's game, mm-hmm. um, and possibly win the entire series.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Did you so happen to hear <laughs> I that did. Siri? Siri heard me talking.
1: <laughs> That's fine. We'll leave it in.
0: Um. So.
1: Just like I'm sure you can hear my daughter talking in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, but it's more cuter than Siri, though. <laughs> so with um, so let's say that the Lakers lose another game. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's in it's in the sort of the same fashion. Okay, and right now we're we're seeing these Laker fans come out, mm-hmm. and they've got every excuse in the book. Sure,
1: I mean that's what we would do too, right? Maybe.
0: I guess so. But do you really do you think they would have legitimate excuses? That you'd be like, oh okay, I could see that. What the Lakers? Yeah, the Lakers.
1: Man, I don't think they really have a legit excuse. Yeah, they're missing Avery Bradley. Yeah, they're probably missing Rondo, but he hasn't been that good for them. Um I mean Rondo hasn't been good since Boston.
0: Yeah. So And I think my big thing is that You have LeBron and AD, right?
1: The two of the best players in the league right now.
0: In the league, I mean. Okay, so if if we're in a pickup game against the aliens, and the aliens have the laser beam pointed right on planet Earth. Wait, where
1: are these aliens from? I don't understand where this is coming from.
0: Don't worry. Don't (laughs) worry about the backstory. It's too long. Is this like a space jam? It involves too much.
1: Can we say that on here?
0: No, this is actually a, a famous scenario. Oh, okay. Um, brought up by by a famous podcaster. Okay. But it's it's such a good one because okay, it. it's like it really makes you think about. Okay, so who would I have on my basketball team? Okay. Um, on uh, for the big pickup game against the aliens. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And I mean, Braun would be there I mean, for sure. I mean, if you just think about even the pickup game where you pick ten players. Okay. You get to LeBron and AD pretty quick. Pretty quick, yeah. You get there pretty quick. And if you're talking like someone that isn't a Blazer fan, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I know this is blasphemy because we're on a Blazer podcast, mm-hmm. you might not get to Damian Lillard until the bench.
1: I mean, yeah. Pro- I mean, I, are we talking like...
0: Before before bubble. Are we talking before like, the bubble. Are we talking like
1: guard like or uh, uh, athletes right now? Or like, is this like a...
0: Athletes? No, not like all okay. time. Not all time, no.
1: I mean, I don't know, man. I think. Whew.
0: I'm just saying that you could see a scenario where you have where you have I mean, ties between say, guards. I will say
1: those two Lakers players are probably getting picked before Dame does.
0: Right. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. As far as like Lakers, Laker fans, or Lakers having excuses, is that you have, not just top two talent in this series but you have top two talent in the nba right how are you losing right how do you lose Mm -hmm. and you don't get to Damian lillard or even cj probably doesn't even make it to the game he's probably in the crowd watching probably against the aliens so it's it's just a point i'd like to bring up because lakers excuses is like oh we're playing caruso Oh, we're so what you're Danny saying Green. is the bla- or We're playing KCP What you're saying
1: is the Lakers probably should have ran away with that one If that's the excuse they're, they're going to make
0: Yes Definitely because it's like Like that's their excuse right We're playing with Caruso, mm-hmm. Danny Green And KCP but it's like You look at the Warriors You look at the um, the Blazers mm-hmm. And it's like We're playing Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> and Mario <laughs> had, Hazonia really
1: did not have a good game Last night, he did man. not have a good game, but, you know. No, he's still young too. Um, he's still a dog. He's still a dog. He still got the, the the hustle and 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 you know defensively he was he was okay, uh, but God, for someone who could shoot the rock, he really could not shoot the rock last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I will one hundred percent agree, um, but Laker fans, sorry, you don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. We're playing Mario Hazonia Minutes. Right. Get out of here. We're playing Gary Trent Jr. Minutes. And if
1: you want to bring up Avery Bradley, we're missing Rodney Hood.
0: Exactly. And Trevor Ariza. We're missing
1: Trevor Ariza. We're missing Zach Collins. Get out of here with that garbage.
0: So, Laker fans, you could just shut it. Shut it. Absolutely shut it. Somebody slam a door. You have no excuse. (laughs) You have LeBron and AD. Yeah. Shut it. Right. So, with this Cinderella story Mm -hmm. in full effect... If we pull this off, mm-hmm. we we have to talk about this, right? Sure. We have to talk about if we win. Yeah. Even though, I know it's early. I know it's just game one. Mm-hmm. I know we're all very excited. But what what if we do pull this off? Yeah. Does that mean that Dame and CJ stay together for the next five years? You got to. You think you, you run to. it back?
1: I, oh, absolutely. I think you do. I mean, I said previously that I'm in that... Uh, in that same frame of mind where I think it might be a good idea to trade C.J. at some point. You're just but saying the, explore
0: the option. Yeah, you're, I not, mean the, the, you're not saying get rid of the guy because it's garbage. Right. You're just no,
1: C.J. is amazing. I love yeah. C.J., but you know, if, if the Blazers are still going to be abysmal in their perimeter defense, you have to make
0: a change at some point. Eventually, you gotta just find someone that maybe complements Damian right. Lillard. And, and I'm still a little I'm better.
1: Still a firm believer that defense wins championships.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, if I you, agree if you
1: can't stop your opponent, and the best you can do is hope to outscore them, you're gonna run into somebody who can outscore you on any given night.
0: So if the Blazers pull this off and we win, mm-hmm. how does this hurt? LeBron James's career. His career or
1: his legacy?
0: Yeah, his legacy. Sorry. I
1: mean, I don't think it does. You you, you don't can't tarnish an all time great. Like, I mean, just because of the series,
0: it doesn't. Do you feel? Do you feel like LeBron is greater than Jordan? No.
1: Nobody's greater than Jordan. Are you kidding me? It's a good answer. <laughs> it's the only answer.
0: It's a good answer. It's the only answer. I would just like to give a friendly reminder that uh, Michael Jordan has never lost a game one as a number one seed. There you go. As a number one seed. I'll say it again. Number one seed.
1: (laughs) You know, I think that's a conversation we should probably get into a different time because we could probably spend the entire pod on it.
0: Probably. I'm very passionate about Michael Jordan being number one. I see
1: you're wearing your Jordan shirt too.
0: (laughs) That's how it's done. (laughs)
1: I actually wanted to ask you a question. Um, Uh Do you think at this point in the NBA season, it's appropriate to compare guys like Damian Lillard and Steph Curry? Because, I only bring that up, because uh, it seems to be a trending topic, uh, especially on social media.
0: There, okay, there is absolutely no reason for Damian Lillard to be trending... On Twitter, and then to scroll down and see Steph Curry's name also trending on Twitter when Steph Curry isn't even in the freaking bubble, like yeah. it it makes absolutely no sense. I know there's a bunch of stats saying comparing Steph Curry to Damian Lillard, saying saying that the number of threes that uh, Damian Lillard has has made is what like 54 from deep, um, mm-hmm. from 30 30 to 40 feet. Mm-hmm. This season, and Steph Curry for his entire career was like 61. Yeah. Why are we even comparing that? They're both great shooters. Steph Curry, do you know what he has? He has MVPs. He has finals championships, but we don't bring that up. Mm -hmm. Because it has nothing to do with what Damian Lillard is doing right now. We need to just appreciate what Damian is doing. What he's doing is great. He's a freaking MVP of the bubble. And there's absolutely no reason why we should be comparing these two. Um, And I don't think we should just even entertain that on this show, really. Yeah, I hear you. Because he's not even in the bubble. Right. Steph Curry's not even in the bubble. It's irrelevant, right? Why? It's completely irrelevant. Yeah, and you know, I I was thinking the
1: same thing, actually. Uh, You know, even as Blazer fans, we haven't seen anyone do something like this, right? I mean, the, the closest I can think of is Brandon Roy... Back in the day, at least the most recent was was b-roy getting us to what the second round, and yeah. then what we got we had a gentleman sweep, or we got gentle. I don't even know how to say that.
0: <laughs> gentlemen swept
1: We were gentlemen swept <laughs> by what the Mavs,
0: I think. The Mavs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what we're witnessing is something special, and we just need to leave it alone and let it happen.
0: We just need to leave it alone. Really, it's its own thing, and us Blazer fans need to just appreciate it. Soak it in, appreciate it, and honestly, don't give in to these Twitter arguments with Steph Curry. It's It doesn't even make any sense. Right. Why are people trying to instigate this so hard? Who knows, it makes man. absolutely no sense. Their games are, are completely... They're not completely different, but they're different.
1: I mean, it's. I think it's just to create... Create conversation, you know, it, it's to create uh, uh, turmoil,
0: right? Turmoil, it's to create, You're create right. talking pieces. Don't give in to the trolls, right? <laughs> it's so hard, though. <laughs> I know, right? You just want to tell them, right? You just want to tell them, just ruin their day a little bit, right?
1: I would love that. <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you dig what we say. Stay safe out there, Portland. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.